0: be here no one of the good things things that has happened over the past week or so is we got rain right (laughs) 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 praise God God for for rains rains. Um, we We thank thank God God. because Charles I don't know how you are feeling but here we are getting cooked (laughs) (laughs) so the rain has been really a blessing Uh, and it's a joy to be with all of us just here waiting on the Lord to speak to us shall we just pray And ask Ah. the Holy Spirit to speak to us. Father, we thank you for this beautiful morning. As your word tells us, this is the day that the Lord has made. And we will rejoice and be glad in it. Holy Spirit of God, anoint me and also speak to us that you will transform us by your word. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. I was reading something today morning that I thought I should share with everyone. This is apart from the message. One of the things that limit us in our relationship with God as Father is our experience as what a Father was to us. Now, for some of us, the Father was a good person. But for some of us, we had difficult fathers. For some of us, we had cruel, even abusive parents. So our perception of who a father is affects our perception of God the Father. So this person writes, you know, he shared to a lady, you know, God is your father. He is love. He says, no way. My father used to come and hit us every day. But that's not what the father is, right? So one of the things Jesus said is in John 14, 9, He who has seen me has seen the father. Because one of the reasons why he came is to show who is the father. The father, God, is loving, caring, compassionate, Gentle. And when we realize that, we say, wow, I want to be with this God. Because He is the kind of God that I want. Another thing which spoke to me is God, you know, sometimes we think God just wants to use me. You know, that is okay in one sense. But we we have been used to being used by people. Use and throw. That is not the way God wants to deal with us. God doesn't just want to use us. He wants to love us. And he wants us to know him as a loving father. And that that opened my eyes because sometimes I think, oh, Lord, please use me. Use me. Use me. And then I'm just looking, okay, let me be useful to God. But before that, Lord, I want to love you. And Jesus says, let me love you. Have a loving relationship before being used by God. No. Praise God. Um, I want to focus today's message on this thought, feeling tired and weak. Now, for those who can see it online, there is this poster saying, I'm exhausted from trying to be stronger than I feel. Sometimes we feel we are tired and weak. We feel, oh, I can't go on anymore. It could be a situation at work. It could be pressure of work. It could be some people at work. (laughs) We all know that. It could be deadlines. It could be studies. It could be some situation in the family. And we say, my goodness, I had enough. Or it could be uncertainties about life. Or it could be a new area God has taken you to. Or something new you are doing. And you feel absolutely weak. And feel, I cannot do this. Now, what did the world tell us? You know, I saw a quote today. If you cannot handle stress, you cannot handle success. I'll say it again. The world will say, if you cannot handle stress, you cannot handle success. Welcome to the realities of life. You better do it. I'm new in CMC. This place is different. Better do it. You have to do it. Right? Be strong. Do it. No place for weakness in the world, right? And the world will again say, you have a mind, you have a body, strengthen yourself. Do it. If you want to succeed in life, use your mind, use your body, make yourself strong and just do it. That is what the world will tell us. Put in more discipline. Be tough on you, you know. Be hard. Be hardworking, tough. Meditate. Meditate. Be positive. Fill your mind with positive thoughts. Practice mindfulness, which is a huge rage now. Mindful of what is happening. You can become successful in life. Or you can say, you're not doing enough. You are the reason for your weakness. Buck up. Do it. Now, there is nothing wrong with all those things. Nothing wrong with being disciplined. Nothing wrong with being diligent. You need that. Nothing wrong with using your mind well. In fact, Paul said, no, I beat my body into submission. Meditation is good. Nothing wrong with that. We need to stretch ourselves. We need to enlarge our tents. That's what the word of God says. But there is a problem here. See, it's like instructing someone who is sinking, you know, someone who is in the water sinking. This fellow doesn't know how to swim. Telling, come on, use the breaststroke, you know. Take the right hand first, then the right hand. Do it. <laughs> or you say, this man is slowly sinking. You know, I will send you the link. How to learn swimming in 10 seconds, you know. That's what you do now. I'll send you a message. man. Read it. It'll help you. It'll help you come up in life. (laughs) Or, you know, maybe I'll send you, you don't like to read, I'll send you a YouTube video. Fantastic. This fellow is (laughs) sinking. Just send me your credit card details. There is a secret. You can help. You can get out. The world says, just do it. That's how the world advises us. What the world will tell you is, you need to be strong. You have a mind. You have a body. Strengthen yourself. Be tough on you. You are not doing enough. You are the reason for your weakness. Back up. Now, this results in a blame culture, you know. And the blame culture says, you deserve it. You are weak, you are sinking. You brought it on yourself. You better face it, man. But that does not reflect the character of a loving father. A loving father who looks at us in our struggles doesn't say, you deserve it, man. So how does the Lord do with it? You know, the world says, you are left to deal with your weakness on your own. All you need is within you. There's nothing outside. There's no other source. You work on your strengths, build it up, work on your mind, work on your body, and change and come up. That is what the world will tell us. You know, as, as it says, survival of the fittest, know, That's what evolution says. If you are weak, too bad, man. We live in a competitive world. Yes, you are weak, face it. That's what the world tells us. That's what the world pushes on us. And the world says, the weaker you are, the worse the outcome will be. So be wary of your weaknesses. Don't show it. Don't admit it. Your weaknesses will destroy you. That's what the world tells us. And at the end of it, you don't have any hope. Oh my goodness, I'm stuck with these weaknesses. I don't know what to do with it. And you say, I'm exhausted from trying to be stronger than I feel. So what does God's word tell us? What what does God's word tell us about our weakness, you know? You read in 2 Corinthians 12, 8 to 10. Concerning this thing, I pleaded with the Lord three times that it might depart from me. And he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, Paul says, therefore, most gladly, I will rather boast in my infirmities, that the power of Christ may rest upon me. And he says, Therefore I take pleasure in infirmities, in reproaches, in needs, in persecutions, in distresses for Christ's sake. For when I am weak, then I am strong. When I am weak, then I am strong. Now what does Jesus say about Paul's weakness? You know, Jesus comes and sees, you know, Paul has said, Lord, I have these dresses, you know, please take it from me. And what does Jesus say? He does not accuse him. He does not say, Hey, Paul, you brought this on yourself. It's your problem, deal with it. But he says, okay, Paul, I see your weakness. There is no condemnation here. He comes to Paul and he says, My strength is made Perfect in your weakness. is Paul? Okay, you have a weakness, I see it. but I don't come and offer you condemnation. I come in and offer you my strength. Amen. Jesus does not condemn, but he corrects. He corrects in love. And he says, "I see your weakness, and I'm here to do something about it. He will not come to your weakness and say, just do it. He comes to a weakness and says, come on, let us do it. Not you do it. He comes and he says, come on Paul, let's deal with it. I'm offering you something to get out of this. And he says, my grace is sufficient for you. Jesus answer for our weakness is grace, not more work, more work, more work in ourselves. His answer is, I see your weakness. I have come to you, and I offer you my grace. I offer you my grace for your weakness. That's how Jesus and the world are he doesn't come and say, I don't want to see your weakness. He doesn't come and say, be perfect. He doesn't come and say, I want you to be the perfect Christian without any faults. He comes and says, Okay, I see your weakness and I want to do something about it. I don't condemn you, I offer my grace. For your weakness. What is grace? Grace is God doing for man what man cannot do for himself. I repeat that. Grace is God doing for man what man cannot do for himself. So there is a saving grace and there is also the empowering grace of Jesus. It is when I go and tell him, Lord, I can't handle this. I can't do this. That he gives his grace so that I can do it along with him. And he says, he comes and tells us, look, I know that you cannot do this. And if he can do what he calls us to do, then we don't need him, right? If he calls us to a task, if he calls us to a a specific work, or if he calls us to an exam. If I can do it without him, I don't need him. But he says, my grace is there. I remember when I did this course on epidemiology and biostatistics. Uh, this was in Tufts University in the U.S. You know, so I'm sitting there, I have medical students from the U.S. around me. That is hard, hard, hard stuff. And I'm reading, nothing is going in. So I said, Holy Spirit of God, teach me biostatistics. And Then I said, hey, wait a minute. <laughs> Does the Holy Spirit know biostatistics? I thought, hey, what a stupid question. Of course he knows. <laughs> so I would sit and pray and he would explain concepts to me. And help me to understand. I would say, Lord, I cannot handle this, and he will teach me. Imagine how much he is waiting for every situation, every situation where we say, I cannot handle this. And he says, come, bring your weakness. My grace is sufficient. And as you sit there, he gives grace. You know, know, I was doing this last week. We are having an MD exam. And I had to book the ticket for an examiner. And I checked, everything is booked out. So the examiner has to come from Calicut to um, Katpadi, Completely booked out. I thought, oh my goodness, what do you do? Do I go look my flight? No, flight is some 20,000 rupees, very expensive. He has to fly to Hyderabad, then to Chennai, and no timing. is. I said, oh boy, what do I do? And as I was sitting and praying, the, the Holy Spirit gave wisdom. He said, book to Jolarpet. So I tried Calicut to Jolarpet. There was one seat left. (laughs) So I booked that. Then I thought, return also, same thing, Jolarpet to Calicut. And I thought, what will you go up to Jolarpet? Okay, maybe we'll book a cab. Then the Holy Spirit told me, looked for Katpadi to Jolarpet. So I said, Katpadi to Jolarpet, same train. Third terrace, is, three tire AC seat is available. Only one stop. So I booked on that, Rather right? To get his booked, you know. Praise God. He is a practical God. He is a very practical God. And he gives grace. And he wants us to talk to him. He wants us to bring everything to him. Not just for our prayer time or quiet time. But having throughout the day, Lord, how do I turn, take this turning in the street, you know? <laughs> the traffic is crazy. And he speaks. Like yesterday, we were driving in one place. You know, there is a lot of word work going on. And we reached the end of one street, and there was a cutting, because they have made this, you know. And He said, oh, my goodness, how do we go? So Mary said, wait, wait, let me see. So people had put some mud. And so we were able to go through that. So small, small things of life, you know? He is waiting with his grace to do that we cannot do. And that's the kind of life that he calls us to live. Whatever. So he says, my grace is sufficient. Sufficient means there is enough of supply. Summer, water might run out. His grace never runs out. The more the need, the more the weakness, the more the grace. I repeat that. Because the world says if you are weak, it is bad. The word of God says if you are weak, the grace is enough. The greater the grace, the, 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 the need, Jesus says, hey, my grace is sufficient. He will never run short. His grace will never run short of my weakness. Whatever I am facing, Whatever weaknesses we are facing, the grace of Christ is sufficient. Who gave this guarantee? He himself gave the guarantee. It is not like some salesman trying to sell off something. No, He says, look, walk with me. If I have called you to something and you find that I can't handle it, just come to me. I have grace. How much grace, Lord? Enough. This much grace? Enough. Lord, this is too big. My grace is sufficient for you. Lord, but looks impossible. My grace is sufficient for you. But Lord, people say it can't be done. My grace is sufficient for you. And he will do it. And he will do it. That is our hope. So Paul says, therefore, gladly, most gladly, I will rather boast in my infirmities. I take pleasure in infirmities. what? That sounds crazy. He's saying, look, I have all these weaknesses and I'm boasting in them. The world says, shut up, you know, don't tell anyone. Paul says, I'm boasting in my weakness. I'm taking pleasure in this. Lord, I have this weakness. Fantastic. <laughs> He's not saying, I've got this weakness. Oh my goodness. How will I go forward in life? He's saying, I take pleasure. He's saying, I have this weakness. Praise the Lord. What? (laughs) Why? Why should he take pleasure? Because he says, when I am weak, then I am strong. If I don't have weakness, I have human strength. But if I am weak, then I have the strength of Christ. I don't know how many have heard of Michael Chang, you know. Michael Chang was a famous tennis player. Michael Chang, now he's retired from professional tennis. Um, when he played the French Open, French Open is on clay ground, you know, it's not grass, it's clay. So he's playing against Ivan Lendl. Michael Chang was only 17 years old at that time. And Ivan Lendl is a master on clay court. To beat him on clay is very, very difficult, because that's his favorite. He's never won a Wimbledon, because he he plays terrible on the grass. So finals, Chang is dead tired. He can't lift his hand. And it was obvious that he can't play. He is exhausted. But one point, he played served like this, underarm, because he couldn't lift. And he went on and won the match. I still remember seeing it live. And after the match, they asked him, Chang, what do you have to say? He said, oh, I thank everyone. I thank my parents for making me Chinese food. And then he said, I thank the Lord Jesus Christ, who is my Savior and Lord. Chang is a strong believer. And it, is, it was obvious <laughs> that this is not human. It was obvious that it was the grace of God. You know, that's what the Lord does. And the world will see us and say, hey, this person cannot do this. <laughs> In fact, um, uh, Bill Johnson says, when people become close to you, they will see your weaknesses. And the Lord allows that. So that it becomes clear, hey, this is not this guy (laughs) or this girl. This is something else. So we can happily boast in our weakness, saying, look, boss, I can't do this. And people around you, close to you, will know certainly, hey, this cannot happen through him. And the Lord takes our weakness and makes us strong so that we accomplish something that is much beyond human possibilities. Much beyond human possibilities. So we need to have a new perspective for our weaknesses and say, okay, I'm weak, but thank God that makes me strong in Christ Jesus. Because Jesus says, my strength is made perfect in weakness. That's what Jesus says. The world will say, you're weak. Jesus says, hey, you're weak, come, come. Let me show my strength. Let me manifest my strength in your weakness. My weakness is an opportunity to experience the strength of Christ. My weakness is an opportunity. It is not an oppression, but an opportunity to experience the strength of Christ. So as we saw initially, I'm exhausted from trying to to be stronger than I feel. How do we deal with our weaknesses? How do we deal with when we feel feel tired and weak? Bring it to Jesus. Bring your weakness to Jesus. Don't go into self-pity. I've been always like this. I should have done this 20 years ago. I made a mistake. I didn't use this opportunity. I should have worked hard during college. I should have read, I, should have, I shouldn't have bunked classes. I should have attended that anatomy class, etc, etc. These thoughts go through my mind. Eh? Go to Jesus. Put yourself in the hand of Jesus. Do that actively. When you struggle with a weakness, don't go into self-pity, but go to Jesus and say, Lord, this is my weakness. So that he can deal with it. And then as you do that, receive his grace actively in prayer. We might to pray, Lord, I take in your grace for this issue. I remember my final year MBBS exam days. You know, <clears throat> in the mornings, I used to sit and say, Lord, I take in your grace for today. We need to actively take it in. We need to receive it. Not just pray, Superficially, Lord, I thank you that your grace. Then you say, Lord, I take in your grace. I take in your grace for this particular task. And receive it throughout the day. Talk to him. Receive it. When you hit a block, tell, Lord, I take in your grace, Lord. I can't handle this. Keep pressing. Keep pressing into his grace, into the anointing of the spirit. And do that throughout the day. Allow the Holy Spirit to strengthen you, to face this weakness and go through it. Go through it and overcome it. So how do you face weakness in life? Don't try to hide it. Don't try to overcome it by your own strength. It's not possible. But go to Jesus. Admit your weakness. Receive his grace. Be strong in the Holy Spirit. Be strong in the Holy Spirit. So are you struggling with a weakness? It is an opportunity. It is an opportunity to experience the strength of Jesus. To go beyond human abilities and boundaries. To see him work in and through you. So that all the glory, all the glory goes to him alone and not to My grace is sufficient for you, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. And Paul says, therefore, most gladly, I will rather boast in my infirmities that the power of Christ, the power of Christ may rest upon me. If I am full, there is no space for the power of Christ. But if I am weak and I bring my weakness, then the power of Christ will rest upon me and his will will be done in our lives. Shall we pray? Jesus, we thank you for your grace. We thank you that you do for us. As your word tells us, exceedingly abundantly above all that we can think or ask we bring our lives to you lord we bring that area of weakness or areas of weaknesses and i pray lord lord thank you all that we need is available with you all the grace that we need is sufficiently abundantly with you We take in your grace now, Lord. We leave our weakness at your feet. And we take in your grace. Holy Spirit who is in us, we receive your strength. Strengthen us for this area of weakness. So that your name will be glorified in our lives. Your will be done in our lives. And your kingdom come and be extended through our lives. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
1: Here are some announcements. If you have missed any of our sermons, you can watch them by logging in on Papa's house through YouTube, SoundCloud, iTunes, and Facebook. We have a family support program where we support single mothers and their children by getting provisions through finances and opportunities to earn a livelihood through small businesses. Every Friday through our homeless feeding program, our team prepares and distributes food packets for homeless people in and around Velour. We would encourage you to join us in this program by either preparing or distributing food packets and also by considering making your generous contributions through your finances. If you consider yourself to be a part of Papa's house, then we would encourage you to send your tithes and offerings. But if you are visiting Papa's house for a few occasions and led by the Spirit and you feel that Papa's house has made a difference in your spiritual life and your connection with Christ, you could consider sowing a small seed through an offering. We would make sure it falls on the good soil so that it reaps a good reward from God. You can find the details of the bank accounts and Google Pay should you decide to send in your offering to us. We will intimate to you once we have received it. Also, here are the links on how you can reach and follow us.